Hey there, and welcome along to the podcast for The Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb, who are here, along with myself, Leachie, and our producer, Robbie, Hello is guys. here as well. Hello. Robbie, good afternoon. Stop. Good Land evening. Has uh, Lamb Dog, Dog been getting paid a bit of money? Do you know? Ah, uh, well, she's wearing a, um, yeah, a Gucci. Gucci shirt. What's going on here? One what that sting get, One of her mates did get back from Bali recently. So uh, No, this, this <laughs> actually is from Bali. Oh, <laughs> 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 but how is that? How is it spelled correctly then? Yeah. No, we went to those markets and found decent rip-offs. So, Hello. You know? Sometimes you just gotta the amount buy a rip off. Yeah, you know, times Christmas. The amount of times my parents would come back and they would be just they'd have a swag of burnt CDs, yeah. burnt yeah. DVDs, because no. that was just the one thing to do. And they've still got them at home, and they're all in like the plastic sleeves yes. and the photocopied yes. sort of covers. And you just go, Love it's that. just real dodgy. That was honestly childhood textbook barley. You yeah. would go and you would then go and get all of the DVDs. And like you're so excited to then come home and watch them all. And you would like open up, you know, I, I remember like Freaky Friday, and I opened it up and it was like a Terminator DVD inside <laughs> of Freaky Friday. And you're like, oh, that's not what I. The thought. best thing is when you read. Read the, the back where it's like they have the synopsis or stuff yeah. like that, and it does not match at all. <laughs> yeah. So I might blow your mind here. Never been to Bali. Really? Oh, yeah. it's like a summer really? You need I to know. do it, man. Never been to Bali. And it was only like three years ago was the first time I'd been to Rotnest as well. So wow. I was like, wow. Well, just not that well travelled in that regard. You but, need to yeah. go with Lamb Dog this Christmas. She's uh, going to Bali. Rather not, nice, that's okay. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather you not either. In all seriousness, though, yeah. have you done much travelling in general or yeah like only in Europe? the last few years so I've been to Singapore uh, and also Rio both yep. of them were for sporting events unsurprising uh, Rio for the Olympics and Singapore for Formula 1s which were like three months within each other Did you go to the four floors at Singapore uh, four floors of just activity yeah <laughs> sure it's a really wholesome place how do you know it? what kind mm. of activities do you do there <laughs> Don't no, wink at me. Uh, people, every, when people go to Singapore, yeah, okay. they always say, you go to the four floors. Mm. And so you sort of, the elevators sort of take you up. And there's always, you know, there's action going on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, like. It's kind of like a Monaco yacht. <laughs> oh. If that makes sense or not. I've never been on a Monaco yeah, yacht. No. Yeah. And then Thailand's the other place I've been to. We went uh, on a, uh, a sort of group bucks trip. For all the guys that were getting married that year. Did you say like, a ping pong show? <laughs> ping pong and darts, but anyway. <laughs> um, and wow. One, yeah, and one of our guys got hit in the face with a dart ball. Uh, dart, but anyway, <laughs> moving on. I've always wondered about that. Do people get hit? That answered the question. That answers the question. Tell you what, I reckon bad. I'd rather be hit by a dart than something else <laughs> in Thailand. <laughs> hey, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dart in your pants or are you just happy to see it? <laughs> My goodness. Different shows, different okay, shows. So. You got anything for us, Robbie? Um, or are you just bludging a, here today? That's about it. I'm oh, just right. bludging. You guys have done such a good job, except for Ember's uh, nonsensical story that, yeah. um, that you'll hear about yes. soon that I've got nothing to comment Some on. Some amazing Plenty things happen in our podcast, uh, including uh, when should you have been on board of security? Oh, can and I just say, that was the best phone I yeah. ever. How good. <laughs> our phone lines melted. It Did. was so good. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ember's messed it up with uh, you were Petty <laughs> Perth on and didn't give us anything that was actually on the topic. I oh, know it went all downhill because um, after that the bloke they called up had absolute no idea what he was talking well, about either. He, that was probably your fault. He yeah, quoted 
Piss and shit. Yeah. So right. you know, can I just say, he said that to me on the phone before I put him and to air with you. Don't say. And I said, don't say piss, please say we, and don't say shit, and he did please both say them. poo. And, and he actually, his story was, um, his dog actually shat on the lawn, and he said, oh, I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. And we so were like, well. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that was the best of three? <laughs> like, the other two I couldn't put to air. <laughs> well, what, what were they? Um, so one was a real road rage story. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah, and no, I didn't no, want to put it to air because it sounded very aggressive. Yeah. It wasn't petty at all. Yeah, no. And the it other was one just aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Steroids. Actually, the other one was good. <laughs> she was um she had a baby who farted on her, Lol. and so she farted back on the baby. Oh god! But but <laughs> she hung like up because I wanted to get her on, and she hung up, and then I couldn't get her back. So yeah. so we that would have oh. oh, it would have been good though because we would have had piss, shit, and fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Follow through with the fart. Wow. Yeah, shit on you, baby. <laughs> it's starting to sound like the aristocrats joke. But anyway, uh, enjoy the podcast happening right now. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice marker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Flory, in a Lou Wanneroo and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple N's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. When should you have been on border security? Those times where maybe accidentally took something with you to the airport and yeah. should have maybe declared it or maybe you got stopped by security, those sort of things. Well, uh, shout out to June Armstrong, all right? She's 77 years old. Now, she's from New Zealand and she boarded a flight to Brisbane. Yep. Now, she had bought a muffin. And a gluten-free chicken and lettuce sandwich. Gluten-free, right? yep, that'll do it to you. Now, she demolished the muffin because she loves a muffin, yep. June. But she accidentally forgot to eat the sandwich on the flight over. So when she landed in Brisbane, border security, that she hadn't you. declared the gluten-free and chicken you know and lettuce what? sandwich. That's what you get for eating gluten-free. <laughs> exactly my <laughs> I'm point. I'm going to punish you. I can't exactly believe you never been ciabatta with salami and pepperoni. <laughs> so she's accidentally <laughs> chappelled herself in gluten-free chicken and lettuce sandwich form. Oh, imagine going down for the gluten-free. Oh, so that $9 sandwich has ended in a over $3,000 no fine because she's trying. Well, she's contesting it, bless her, and yes. I would too. I'd like, love you know, to Come on. Um, but, yeah, she just forgot about the, the cheeky the cheeky sandwich. Yes. Just um, like Chappelle forgot about uh, the well, cheeky just, stuff in the back of the yeah, exactly. uh, boogie she board. For, yeah, she forgot to clean out the boogie board. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it happens. it's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came back from Bali one year and I got uh, the international airport here in Perth and they went through my bags. I had no idea. But I had bought the kids some um, sort of high-powered water guns. Oh, yeah. And they were in the uh, – obviously in the, sh- uh, the suitcase and – must have uh, sort of seen it through the scan, so they opened it all up and uh, they said, uh, what's this? And I said, uh, it's a water pistol. Boom, boom, boom. And they said, hey, we're doing that in here, mate. And they, uh, they took it off me. <laughs> so, he actually did the gun. <laughs> a boom, boom, boom. A boom, boom, boom. He's like, hey, hands yeah. in the air where I can see Hey, him. hey, hey. So uh, anyway, um, if those officers are still listening, you owe me about a thousand rupiah. Yeah, well, water guns, we're talking gluten free chicken and lettuce sandwiches. Yep. Did you forget to declare something in your suitcase, or maybe you forgot you had something and you've gone straight through and you should be on border security? Currently asking you when you should have been on this old show. Border security. Border security, like. 
Bless her, June Armstrong. Um, she forgot she had a gluten-free chicken and lettuce sandwich in her bag. She touched down in Brisbane. They were like, not today, June. Big Barry the Beagle came and sniffed her out and said, mm, <laughs> what do I smell on you? That smells like gluten-free, if you ask me, June. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Gluten-free going for That's something? right. Uh, Shane is in Alchemist. Hey, Shane. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, very good, Shane. What happened at the airport? Uh, when I was about... 16, I got given a, um, it's basically a credit card that folds out to a knife. Oh, God, yeah. And, yeah, things sat in my wallet for about five years went until I was 21, went over the barley, completely forgot about it, and, uh, yeah, managed to smuggle it all the way over. Oh, did you really? Got away with it. Wow. And there is, there's just that realisation, that sick panic when you're like, oh, my God, I've literally just flown over with the knife. Yeah, I was just bored in the hotel and thought I'd give the wallet a clean out and yeah, came across <laughs> it. And I was like, oh, that could have been pretty bad. Thank God. Thank God, Shane, because uh, Bali's not where you want to get picked up. Well, uh, no, definitely not with a knife on a plane. No, <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, good on you, Shane. Thank God you got through. Sebastian's in Florida. Hello, Seb. Oh, hey. Hey, Seb. How you going, mate? You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you Oh, guys? good on you, mate. And now, uh, listen, what's for dinner tonight for you? Oh, if I'm lucky, he's steak and chips, I reckon. Oh, yeah. How do you have your steak cooked? Yeah, I like that. Uh, medium rare. That's, yeah. yeah that's, that's good boy. That's the only way to good eat boy. a steak. Yeah. Uh, when should you have been on board a security set? Uh, it's when my family went on a trip to America, like a good 16 years ago now. And then my little brother had been at Frontierland, and he got this little toy gun. And we're like halfway through going through all the different states. And so mum was letting us pack all our own bags. So he puts this little toy gun in his hand luggage. Oh, no. And we ended up, like, it goes through the scanner at Charleston Airport in, like, South Carolina. And this is kind of post-9-11 as well. Oh, God. And so we had the full security Ooh. come out, shut everything down, full alarms. Oh, no. Meanwhile. <laughs> Jeez, and they kind of, kind of realised that it was just a toy and, like, he was a bit, like, mistaken by it. But then the whole time he was just bawling his eyes out because he wanted to keep it as well. Oh, <laughs> oh kid. Let the toy gun go. That is so funny. Alarms, everything. How many How many security were around you, you reckon? Oh, it was like the whole force. Oh, like, my brought, God. Just, and it was like everybody had to stay still, like, Mate. hands out. They don't muck <laughs> around over there either. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> I'd be scared. TRG. Yes, yeah, <laughs> they eat you for breakfast. That is a great call. That's Here exactly comes. what we're talking about. Here comes about. the FBI. Right now we're asking when you should have been on border security. We know this music all too well. Angie Zimwellard. Hello, Angie. Hi, love. How are you? Hi, Angie. We're going really well. Tell us what happened at the airport. Oh, well, I'd gone over to Adelaide and I'd gone to the beautiful Central Market and I'd bought all this cold meat and everything. <laughs> and I was bringing it back to Perth and my friend cryovacked it and everything. But as I got off the plane and had it in my bag, the little doggy was running around and I was sort of, you know, thinking, oh, well, I'm gone here. Yep. You know, because it can smell it even through the plastic. Yeah. So it did come near me, but then all of a sudden it just went bonkers and went to the lady next to me. Oh. That so I, you know, legged it. I was really quite relieved then. Um, but apparently she had an avocado hiding in her makeup bag, and of course when the handler kept saying to her all the time. You know, is there anything in your bag that you want to tell us about? And she kept saying, no, 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 there's nothing in my bag. Of course, then when he made her open it up and everything, he found the avocado. But 
luckily my suitcase had come by then, so I thought I'd get out of Dodge. How funny. Avocados are so expensive. And Andrew's like, wow, I can't believe you would do that. That's so crazy. And then like, stop the car. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Actually, can I borrow some of that avocado with my meat? That'd be great. Uh, I reckon Angie might have planted the avocado in old mate's uh, purse. (laughs) I I was worried about what she was saying when she paused and said, had an avocado in. And I'm like, I was a bit worried where she was going to say it was. Anyway, move on. In a makeup bag. Yeah. Uh, Michael is in show order. Hello, Michael. G'day, guys. How you going? Just want to quickly say, love the show. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks, uh, Michael. Good on you, Michael. You thanks for the around. call. Um, border security, should you have been on it recently? Uh, I wouldn't say recently, but I probably could have been on it. Probably going back 12 years ago. I yep. was uh, coming back from a family trip from Singapore, and my nan, we had a bottle of duty-free gin and tonic. She went and bought some lemons at the local supermarket to have a couple in the hotel before we left. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Nan. And she's, put, <laughs> and she's put the lemons in my backpack unknowingly. And when we got into Perth about 2, 3 a.m., I think I was at 8 at the time, um, about four security guards came up and gone through my bags and got pulled aside for 45 minutes. Oh, Michael. <laughs> and you were only eight years very old. very scary, Michael. Uh, yeah, it was really scary, and I had no clue what was going on, and they were trying to explain that we didn't declare the lemons, but, yeah, Nan was at fault for that, and she had to pay a fine, thankfully. Oh, oh no. Nan got the fine. Nan planted the God lemons. Yeah, God bless her. Good on her. But you do need lemons with gin, so I completely you agree do. with your Nan. You with margaritas. Nan. I know you're eight, but, uh, yeah, at least when you turn to 10 or 11, you can hear it. <laughs> Ray's in Cloverdale. Hey, Ray. G'day, how you going, guys? Very good, Ray. Uh, border security, you uh, yeah. been on it? Yeah, about 23 years ago, I was backpacking through Europe and I was coming from the Italian to Swiss border and we had Swiss guards come on the tour bus and they went through and checked everyone's passports yep. and I was sitting at the back of the bus and they looked at mine and said, you're coming with us? And I was oh, like, oh, God. okay. And uh, got taken off the bus into their interrogation area. Oh, um, my God. I had people with machine guns <gasps> standing there, male and female. Then they went uh, asking me a lot of questions over and over again, and then they asked me to start removing items of my clothing. No, wow. right. Strip yeah. search, Ray. Yeah, <gasps> so I, I got I got searched, and I was trying to cover myself up, and they got very angry at me because I wouldn't put my hands up in the air kind of thing. Yeah. Um, made me turn around, do the whole lot. Yeah. Oh. Um, then I stood there. They all walked out of the room, and I stood there naked. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Oh and and it, went, it was like for about 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, do I get dressed? And then <laughs> eventually a guard came back in and said, put your clothes back on, put my clothes on, walked out into the main area, and my whole backpack had been ripped apart. Mobile phone had been taken apart. I had Jeez. to put all my stuff back into my backpack. And then I, then I said to them, I said, what, what was going what was on? It, yeah. what, what were you looking for? And they said, you didn't look like your passport photo. And we were seeing if you were carrying any illegal drugs on you. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. And if I had been found with anything, the bus driver of the tour coach would have been done for uh, transporting <gasps> drugs as well. Wow. So right. it was a very, 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 very quiet trip back on the bus when I got back on the bus to Switzerland. Can I just say, Ray, that would be an episode of Border Security I would definitely watch till the end. That (laughs) sounds phenomenal. They should make a movie. And in the end, the only thing they found was a weapon in between his two legs. Well, hello. (laughs)
<laughs> Ray is now a magic mic in person. Right, yeah. It was a bit cold in Switzerland that time of year, mate. Oh, was it? Between your legs. Just a little minigun. Oh. Minigun. Yeah. Is that little Put toy away, Ray. Put, Put that away. away. <laughs> Put it away, Ray. Good on you, Ray. Great story. Let's finish off with Chris in Byford. Hey, Chris. Pew, pew. Hey, hey, how are you guys? Yeah, Chris, airport stories. Hey. What happened, mate? Okay, so basically, um, I pretty much got myself on the no-fly list a couple of years back. So, oh um, yeah, so you know those people that stop you and say, oh, can we just swab you for some explosives? And you're like, yeah, sure, no worries. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, they swab me, and I test positive for nitroglycerin. <laughs> so what? I test positive six times. So they tested me, and they tested my, like, hand carry bag. Anyway, oh. um, yeah, so um, I get taken into a room, they're, um, they're asking me all of these questions, mm. they end up having a change of the guard, we're waiting for someone to come from the airline to approve me to fly, yeah. so they, they have a change of the guard, next thing you know, um, new staff are in place, airline person rocks up, and they're like, how many times did he test positive, and the new guards go, I don't know, like twice, anyway... <laughs> Turns out, if you test positive three times, you're on the no-fly list. What? But because of the changeover, yeah, because of the changeover, and I didn't say anything, because I'm course. like, I, I'm pretty sure that I'll be fine. Turns out, Davidoff Coolwater tests positive oh. for nitroglycerin. Oh, so I sprayed, my I sprayed myself silly when I got through to duty-free. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do it after you pass through security. Yes, that is a great life lesson for everyone listening. Chris, Chris, yeah. that could have been so bad. Oh, I know. Yeah, they were threatening internal examination and everything. I'm like, I'm fairly sure I'm not going to explode. Yeah, oh, like I'm fairly oh, yeah. sure I left the dynamite at home. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, starting the one-way ticket on the boat on the ferry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't fly, but. Uh, He's on the Queen Mary. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, they yeah. were amazing stories, <laughs> yes. by the way. They were some of the best calls we've had. I loved that. Oh, it's only Tuesday. We've got some mad renegades in Perth. I know. People are buying ass. I know. How old is Frankie? My daughter? 15 months. Okay. Yep. Um, and what does Frankie eat? Oh, listen, I'll give her some scrambled eggs for breakfast from time to time. Yep. She likes... Pasta. She really enjoys pasta. Very plain though, Katie. Maybe just a little bit of melted cheese or some a uh, little bit of bolognese through it, but very simple. Oh, so like she doesn't eat wild caught salmon, hemp seed oil, and na- an Australian native parsley. She's fifteen months, Katie. No, she's not eating at a Michelin star restaurant. No. Well, interesting mm. because there's a luxury baby food company <laughs> called Juca, and this is probably the bougiest. Uh, Baby food you could ever buy. And I am struggling to believe that babies as young as six months are going to enjoy such delicacies, such as what I just said earlier, like wild-caught salmon. Really? Um, hemp seed oil, Australian native parsley. Hemp what, seed what, oil. Else, what else is there? Wow. Oh, would you like me to go through the menu? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how about we have a look at some ancient grains? Kale, <laughs> hemp seed oil, and Australian <laughs> native sea parsley, or a 12 hour beef broth, roasted vegetables, olive oil, and Australian <laughs> native pushed tomato. I mean, what happened to just mashing up some potato? This is gourmet shit. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Which also Who's could a... have been a good company name. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that uh, is very gourmet. How stuck up are these babies in Perth? Yeah, yeah, imagine this, like, 15-month-old little Frankie rocking up to a little uh, little restaurant and um, ordering uh, a little bit of breakfast, and they'll say, oh, that'll be $84.55, young lady. Well, that's it. I mean, baby food, right, you've got, you know, you just mash up pumpkin and Put it in a blender. Put hey? it in a blender and just shove it in the Just give them a house. straw and they can just have it like a smoothie. This sounds like beyond... I mean, look, it's created from the people of uh, Will's Domain, so we know how amazing that is. Oh, Will's Domain is one of my favourite restaurants out there. But this is bougie. I mean, having a child is expensive enough to ramp it up with feeding them such gourmet food from as young as six months old. You're just setting yourself up for disaster. It's like me accidentally giving my puppy Reggie cooked chicken. Now that's all he eats, and I spend a fortune on chicken every single week because now he just won't have the pebbles. No, 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 no. He needs chicken. If you're given your 15-month-old caviar, right, <laughs> there's no fighting back. <laughs> right now we are asking you, are you a petty person? Oh. Are you pettier than I am? Because Why? I had a bit of an incident over the weekend. I had to go to Karen Up Shopping Centre. Yep. Always a traumatic experience, mm. especially because it's just chockers in there and there are no car parks ever. So anyway, I managed to snag one. I went into the shops and I had to go to Optus and I had to go to another couple of shops. And of course, I accidentally fell into all the clothes shops and ended up buying some new clothes and didn't end up going and getting anything I was there to get originally. Fair enough. So then I needed to leave because I had places to be, people to see. So I've come out and I've got a big shopping bag full of clothes and I see that somebody's sort of stalking me, you know, wanting to come to my car park. Fair enough. So I've kind of got in there and anyway, my keys are right down the bottom of the bag and I've just bought all these clothes. So I'm rummaging through the bag. Under a little bit of pressure, but it's not your fault. It's not my fault. You're in the car bay. Totally. You you can leave whenever you want. And I'm I'm looking at the sort of being like, sorry, just, you know, trying to find my keys. Yep, sure. Anyway, I eventually get out my keys and then I drop my phone and I'm like, oh, get down, get the phone. And then I'm trying to open the car and little Susie's little, you know. Under a little bit of pressure. (laughs) Under a little little bit of pressure. Claustrophobic in there. Exactly. So I throw throw my bag in and meanwhile the car who's waiting beeps me. Now, I haven't taken an extraordinary amount of time. I've literally just been rummaging to find my keys. That you to get in quicker. It beeped me to, like, so hurry come up. come on, hurry up, move, girl. And I'm like, Honey. whoa, <laughs> don't rush me. <laughs> I have just, my fuse was gone. Yeah. So I've gone, I've looked at the person. <laughs> I've then grabbed my keys, closed the door, and I've gone back inside. <laughs> Oh, that not is so today, Johnny. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. If you want to have the audacity oh. to beep me, to hurry me along, oh. you better believe I'm going back in well. there. I've done something like that before when I was getting petrol, just before talking about it before, because you know when it's like really busy yes. and there's like people like stacked up behind you. I had just finished filling up my petrol tank and about to go in and then you had someone beep behind you like, Fine, I'm going to go get myself an extra cherry yeah. right? I'm going to go get myself a Pepsi. I'm going to take my time and just and wait. Get a Twix, not a cherry ripe. Cherry ripe suck. Anyway, one triple three five three pettiness. Are you a petty person? Yeah, we'll talk about that audacity before. I had a bit of audacity um, just recently. I was uh, in a car park as well, very similar story, and a guy came up to my window and I sort of go, ha, ah, big supporter, you know. So I um, went to wind the window down, so give the hair a bit of a flick. Went to go to the permanent marker and uh, said, mate, uh, you want me to sign something for you? And he said, uh, no, mate, but I would be really keen if you turn your engine off because all your diesel fumes are going over everyone at the cafe. <laughs> so, sure yeah. That aligns with the dog 
But it is a story about well, a cop. it was a cop box story. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on having a story nonetheless. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> We're asking whether you are a petty Perthon. And just want to say, the talk topic we had an hour ago was remar- the callers we had were remarkable. Remarkable. So there's a lot for people like uh, Damo and Armadale and Brock and Craigie that are going to have to live up to here. 100%. But we- petty Perthons. Petty Perthons. <laughs> <laughs> I back them in though. Yeah. Considering Petty people in Perth. Story before that had nothing to do with the topic. I'm sure Brock from Craigie <laughs> well, we might can only be hope. able to give us something better than what Embers gave you. <laughs> I think anybody Correct. could give us something better than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brock's in Craigie. Hello, Brock. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, Brock, <laughs> we're going very well, mate. Uh, Petty person, is that you? Yeah, that's me. My um, dog went um, out to the front tree on the property to chuck a piss, and the neighbour came out and said uh, I should put a dog on a leash. So I uh, went and let him go crap on the lawn, and I didn't go and pick it up. Oh, Brock! <laughs> naughty, naughty, naughty. Naughty, Brock. <laughs> that's been petty, Brock. That is. Yeah, that it is, isn't very it? Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, have a relationship with this woman? Have you seen her again? Um, no, she hasn't complained about the dog being off the leash anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, well, uh, anyway, a bit of fertiliser for her front lawn. Do <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, bit of shit doesn't decompose. It's the end of the world as we know it. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.